This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve podcast with your host, Nima Karazi. Nima is just a regular guy who had the gastric sleeve surgery, and this is his story. He is not a doctor. This podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have medical questions, ask your doctor. Now let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve podcast. I'm your host, Nima Karazi, and this is my journey. Uh, Today, I want to talk a little bit about where I am with regards to the current stage I'm in. I am currently in stage three, which is purees. And on Friday, I can start stage four, which is soft foods. And we'll get to that in a minute. But for the time being, I really want to talk about some of the things that I've found were very helpful for me during this stage. Now, uh, you can have pureed foods. Um, You can have pureed soups and uh, all that stuff is really great. I've had uh, egg drop soup and I've had uh, hot and sour soup strained. Uh, I've had chicken noodle soup strained. Those were all lovely and wonderful and amazing. But also my wonderful wife has made some beautiful purees for me. She made refried beans, which is essentially a pureed dish. And it was amazing. She had a little green uh, hatch chilies to it. She made me applesauce using our Instant Pot. She just put the apples in the Instant Pot and then pureed that into applesauce and added a little bit of cinnamon. That was amazing. She made sweet potatoes and that pretty much has a pureed consistency when it's uh, steamed and done right. And that was a very nice and sweet treat for me. She's also made all kinds of different types of purees uh, with regards to uh, broccoli purees and uh, chicken purees and casserole purees and leftovers from Thanksgiving that I also uh, will be eating. She just keeps them in Ziploc bags in the freezer. And when she's ready to serve them, for example, we just boil some water in a pot, throw them in there, kind of like a sous vide thing and a boiler bag, if you will. And they're ready in a matter of minutes. I don't really know because she does all the, all the hard work. So I'm just kind of uh, sitting there giving her all the support I can. <laughs> she's she's doing uh, an amazing job. I will say, though, the sweet potatoes were amazing. I'm, I'm a very picky eater. I'm very finicky with my food, which is ironic because I, I weighed over 410 pounds at some point. So I must not be that picky, right? But I, I can't stand any bell peppers in my food. I'm not a big fan of pork, like pulled pork. Uh, I'll eat fried pork, like bacon and sausage and stuff like that. But I'm I'm very picky about the, the types of foods. And, and up until the surgery and this stage, the only types of soup I ever would eat were either tomato soup, any kind of bisque, and clam chowder. What, that was about it. I don't really dig soup that much. And it wasn't until 
soup was like a really good and viable option for me. Uh, it's something that you can eat slowly. Uh, it's liquid, so you can have that in stage two, as long as you strain it. And uh, it's filling and it's tasty. Uh, so it was very helpful for me. Uh, so my wife has made uh, vegetable broths for me and beef broths for me, and all you know, she you know we took the all the other stuff as well. But my favorites have been so far the sweet potatoes, which were incredible, the applesauce, which is just such like a decadent dessert when you haven't had any sweets in uh, well over a month, uh, the refried beans, which were fantastic, and I've been adding hot sauce to pretty much everything hot sauce and soy sauce i like things salty and i like things hot and i've never had an attraction to heat before Uh, i've always just kind of uh, liked everything neutral or even a little on the sweet side so if i ever went to like an indian restaurant i'd order the chicken tikka masala mainly because the sauce is sweet and there's no heat to it at all now, I say all the time, uh, in Iran, uh, our food has spices. We put different types of spices in our food, but our food is not spicy, per se. And I'm really starting to appreciate and enjoy spicier foods. And there is a specific Cholula hot sauce that has a chipotle flavor to it. Oh, my God. I I would put that on my cereal at this point if I could have cereal. It is tasty. It is tangy. It is the right amount of heat. I was having mashed potatoes the other night and I was like, I added a, a dash of it and I, I took a bite and I have to wait like five minutes between bites. So like I took it, I put a dash, I took a bite and I was like, that's not spicy enough. And I added a second dash and I took a bite and I was still not spicy and I added a third and then a fourth. And I, I think about the fifth dash of Cholula hot sauce, it came to life. You know, it 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 became three-dimensional. All of a sudden, there was a palette of flavor to this mashed potato puree, which is redundant. <laughs> the department C, the de- oh man, the redundant, the, oh boy, the department of redundant, redundancy, ugh, the redundancy department of redundancy department. <laughs> I might keep all that in. Fuck it. So those are the the biggest treats: the hot sauce, the applesauce, the refried beans, the sweet potatoes, and getting the protein in. It's it's kind of been the biggest challenge for me. I do the protein shakes, but I I don't want to just live my life having two protein shakes a day. First of all, it gets kind of expensive. Second of all, it's a real pain in the ass to keep ordering these things every you know four to five days you got to order another dozen of these things and they're going to last you another six days and you got to keep ordering them it's a real pain in the ass so i've taken to oikos yogurt 15 grams of protein and it's vanilla flavored with just vanilla extract no sugar uh, although it does have a few grams of sugar in it it's just natural sugar so i do that and and i mix that with sugar-free jello uh, and i prefer lime when you do that, then all of a sudden, this is not only 15, so you do that twice, and then you take one protein drink, and then there you have it, and you're good. And you can, you know, sit, sit and watch TV and have that. It's like a cold, fun treat, and it's easy to digest. It doesn't leave like a weird aftertaste, like these protein shakes and the protein powders. They all leave this weird, filmy, aftertasty thing 
I'm not a big fan of. I'm really enjoying the Oikos yogurt with the sugar-free jello. It's fantastic. Now, um, I do want to make a, a bit of a um, a story change here. So I, I normally just talk about my my food path, and I, I this is kind of still in the same vein. But the other day, I won't get into the whole depth of the story, but the other day, one of my neighbors dropped off some brownies. And the backstory is we, we bumped into each other in the, in, <laughs> I guess I am going to tell the story. Uh, we bumped into each other in the parking lot and she was asking how I was. And I said, great. And she was like, great. She doesn't know about the surgery. Nobody here knows about the surgery. Just my friends and family and all of you that are listening to this now know, but, but nobody here knows about my surgery. And it's not a thing that you like wear a sticker on your shirt or, or, feel like you need to tell people it was a very awkward moment because she was like um it's so good to see you and I was like it's good to see you too and she's like oh great listen uh what's your apartment number again because Santa might drop off a gift and she was kind of leaving and I was kind of leaving and it wasn't enough time for me to say actually you know I really appreciate that but I just had the surgery and I can't have any sweets in case that's what you were thinking but if it's not and it's just a card like I didn't want it like maybe it was just a Christmas card maybe it was just a New Year's card maybe it was just a thank you card for you know being helpful or or doing whatever and I didn't want to over assume something was going to happen and then and then make her feel like something should have happened so I didn't say anything. I just said nothing. And I let her uh, ask me the question. I told her my apartment number. And then that was it. A couple days ago, there's a knock on my door and I open it up and she's gone already. She's Houdini. She's Copperfield. She's gone. Puff of smoke. Nowhere to be found. But on the doorstep is a, a paper plate of warm chocolate fudge schmooshy. Or as a, our good friend Zabeth says, squidgy, squeegee, squidgy brownies. And like probably like 10 brownies. And they look like the best brownies I've ever seen in my entire life. And I just am amazed by them. And there's a lovely card that says, you know, thank you for being so nice. And, and you know, here's my phone number if you ever want to talk. And, you know, thank you so much. She's Mormon, by the way. It's not, she wasn't hitting on me. She was trying to talk to me about Christ, which I appreciate. Anyway, I digress. Now, she sends me the brownies. And I have a thing, and this is a totally me thing. And it goes back to my childhood of when I was a child and I was sucking on my binky and my mom thought that it was enough time with me and my binky. She cut the end of the binky off so that you can't suck. This is a trick that parents use to keep their kids off of their binkies, right? A pacifier, by the way. If you guys don't know what a binky is, it's a pacifier. And so she cut the end of it off. And then I went to go suck on it and it wouldn't suck, right? Because it's just a straight hole. It's like a straw. And so I didn't like it and I put it back down on the table and my mom went to go pick it up off the table and remove it from my sight. And I told her, no, 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 leave it there. I like to see it. Even if I can't use it, I still want to be able to see it. And I'm still that way now. Like when I was fasting for Ramadan, I like to watch people eat. I like to, to watch people prepare dinner. I like to smell it. I like to see it. I like to watch you enjoy your meal. Because it gives me a little feeling of consumption, of conclusion, of inclusion. 
even though I'm I'm physically hungry, I'm emotionally well fed in that moment. And the same way now when my wife makes anything for herself, she made herself pasta the other night and I just shoved my head in that bowl and I smelled the pasta and then she made herself a salad and I smelled the salad and it was amazing. And she made, she makes all these different sandwiches and stuff and I smell the sandwiches. I love it. I love it so much. And so I'm smelling these brownies and they're just, it's almost like I'm eating them. It's so rich and sweet and beautiful and I just drop it off to to my wife I'm like these are for you the note is for me and the note was wonderful you know thank you so much if you ever want to talk about Christ here's my number thank you so much uh sisters and then that was it but it was the brownies I mean oh my gosh it was wonderful but it was a decision I had to make that decision for myself I had to decide whether I might get dumping syndrome if I eat this brownie, and I might not. Dumping syndrome is not everybody gets it all the time. It's way more common if you have the Ruin Y surgery. It's far, far less common if you have the lap band, but it's like 50 50 if you get the sleeve. And that's what I have. So I could have taken a shot. Fuck it. <laughs> you know? Let's take a bite out of this thing and see if we throw up for three hours. What else am I doing today? So I didn't, obviously. I made the the right decision, in my opinion. And I didn't eat the brownie. And I smelled it for like another two more times, I think. And then that was it. And my wife put it in the freezer and it's out of sight, out of mind. And then I think she tossed them in the trash. Because she didn't didn't want them around for her. Because she knows I'm not going to eat them. But the point is that... I had this decision, I had this crossroads of a moment, very, very blatantly. You know, you can lie to everybody, but you can't lie to yourself. And you have to make this decision for yourself. What's all the surgery for? What was all the pain for? What's all this hunger for? What's all this struggle for? For me to fuck up and go eat a brownie? Then what? Yeah, you get back on track and you start walking again. But now you've opened up Pandora's box. Oh my God, I ate a brownie and I didn't get sick. Well, guess what? Peanut butter. Guess what? Nutella. I mean, what's net whipped cream? Get the hell out of here. It's it's over. I'm I'm never I'm not gonna lose this weight no matter what I do. Then at that point, I need to have these consequences, and more so than I need to have them, I need to have them lording over me i need to have them hanging over my head at all times and i need to be in fear of them this is my journey this is what i need i know what i need and whether it's healthy or not that's between me and my shrink we're gonna have a healthy conversation about the brownies it's this is my path this is my journey and this is this is my my need my necessity out of this so i need to have that fear otherwise i'm not gonna get any better ever it's scary. And I feel so stupid that I can't fix myself with common sense and logic, that I have to fix myself with fear. But this is what I need right now. I need fear right now to get through this difficult time. And then down the road, I can be a normal human being. And maybe I can have a bite of a brownie. And then I can do things in moderation. You know, I asked my grandfather, I go, you're a Muslim, you drink alcohol, you eat pork, you know, and then you pray 
every day. How do you reconcile these things? And he says, everything is good in moderation. Okay, then I can also have a brownie in moderation, but maybe it's two years from now. Maybe it's three years from now. And you know what? I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to wait because for 20 years, I ate all the fucking brownies I wanted. I had all the sweets. I had all the junk. I had I did everything that I wanted to and I was selfish. And now it's time for me to pay that price. And I haven't had to pay it. A couple diets hither and thither. But I've never had to pay that price. I've never had to pay it back. And this is this is the payback. And I'm willing to accept that. I know something as small as a plate of brownies had this existential crisis <laughs> occur inside of me. But it's totally true and valid. That's that's how I feel about it. So anyway, that's my brownie story. I'll get off my, my story time uh, pulpit now. But... Um, I do want to talk lastly about our anniversary dinner. So my wife and I got married on January 1st, 2018. That, so then this January 1st uh, is three years. Now, this is obviously coming out post all of this. So we'll see when you're listening to this. Obviously, the anniversary already occurred and the dinner already occurred and all that other stuff. And I may actually have an update to this update about the anniversary and the new stage four and everything. And we can talk about that. It'll be interesting for me recording this now to think about recording the stage four update to see what happened. But our anniversary day, January 1st, is the first day that I can have stage four food, which is soft food, which is fish and uh, shredded chicken and shredded turkey and uh, actual fruit, like a fruit cup uh, in water, not in juice. And uh, I can have more vegetables that are steamed and I can have a whole banana that's ripe instead of a smashed banana. And, you know, it opens up a lot more categories of food and a lot more uh, foods in general and and ways of eating food in general, which is it feels a little bit more normalized than what I've been having to consume up until now. So for our anniversary dinner, my wife got very excited and she was like, you can have salmon. And I said, yes. And she was in potatoes are always fine and mashed potatoes. Yeah, of course. And you can have vegetables. And I said, yeah, I can have like steamed like squash or zucchini or whatever. So that's what she's going to make me for our anniversary dinner is poached salmon with mashed potatoes and a side of vegetables and maybe some fruit for dessert. And I'm very excited about it. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. This is going to be the first like fork and knife meal I will have had since, you know, the day before my surgery and I'm very much looking forward to it I'm very excited about it and I think it's going to be great it's something that's very um, interesting because at some point your body is willing to accept different types of food different consistencies of food and the other day my wife went to Starbucks and she got me an egg and potato and sausage burrito and obviously I can't have the bread so I removed all the bread and I had whatever was inside that burrito. I had it slowly because I haven't had any meat and I, you know, microwaved it and I mashed all the potatoes down and I had the eggs and, and, uh, I added a little bit of hot sauce to it, but just, just a skosh, just enough. It wasn't, it actually wasn't enough, but I didn't add more. I just ate it the way it was. It was fine. But I had, I, I believe it was turkey sausage. I had turkey sausage and it was great. It was fine. 
and I didn't get sick. I didn't feel queasy. Uh, it was a very small amount, uh, maybe a, a quarter cup, but it was really eye-opening and it, it made me feel a lot better about everything because my thought is if at this stage now I can have a little bit of sausage and a little bit of egg and a little bit of potato, then I don't think the salmon's going to bother me. I don't think the vegetables are going to bother me. I really feel good about the decision of the anniversary dinner and I think it's going to be really tasty and I think it's going to be safe and I think it's going to be healthy for me and I think I'm going to be able to process it without a problem and and that feels amazing that feels wonderful there is one last thing I want to talk about with regards to side effects that I've experienced lately my voice has been cracking a lot uh, as of late it it, uh, it really happens when I talk like it just happened right there I'm going to leave that one in uh, it happens more when I talk a lot, and I don't usually talk a lot if I'm in a meeting at work. I'm usually not talking that much, except for like I have one major weekly meeting, and that is on Wednesdays. And, and by the end of that meeting, my voice is pretty cracked. But this is just a thing, and I don't know if it's uh, if it's dehydration. I don't know if it's uh, a side effect of being intubated. I don't know what this is, but it's um, it's a thing that happens more way more now it actually never happened to me before but it my voice cracks a lot more now than it ever did before uh the other thing is my mouth is very dry as i'm sure it uh, probably bothers some of you when you hear it um i will be better about drinking water and recording in the future but my mouth gets extremely dry and even sometimes at night uh, my mouth is super super dry and i have to like rinse my mouth out before I go to bed. And then the first thing I do is like rinse my mouth out when I wake up. And it's just some mornings it's fine. And other mornings it's like the driest it's ever been and just ridiculous. Some people say that that's an iron deficiency. I've been taking these iron pills. I have some blood work I'm going to do maybe today. Actually, I might go. You know what? I'm going to go today. I have some blood work I have to do. I'm going to go today and I'm going to get that done. And then I can do my update with my blood test results. And we'll see how that fares. That'll be fun. Okay, that's it for now. I hope this helped in any way. And if it didn't, you can always listen again next week. Have a good one. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the My Gastric Sleeve podcast. If you liked what you heard, subscribe. Give us a five-star review and share it with a friend. Please follow us on all social media at My Gastric Sleeve Podcast or let us know what you think at mygastricsleevepodcast.com.